people. We are here. We are live. We are back. Welcome to Anime Double Play, episode 167. Damn, we've been doing this for a long time. I'm here. I'm Mary. Thomas is here too. He's my brother. And we are here to talk about some penultimate episodes of anime. And, um... Getting really pumped about the finales coming up, literally starting tomorrow, and everything else that's going on in the anime world. Thomas, how's it going? Yo, I'm doing good. Are these really the penultimate episodes? I know Haikyuu ends next week. I think uh, I think Jujutsu Kaisen has two more. We had a couple, like, second to last. Hmm. Yeah, Haikyuu definitely only has one more. I wonder if they all do. I'm not positive. I want to assume they all have more, because all the shows are so good. Yeah, like, everything's great. Well, now we know Jujutsu... Yeah, you just said Jujutsu Kaisen. It's going to be good. Oh, yeah. I mean, we don't know if that's ending, right? Yeah, no, it's um, it's confirmed that it's not ending. We're going to go straight through January with it. Hmm. Because uh, they, they announced the new opening and ending, and they said it'll start in January, which means the second core will be January. Okay. Well, that's exciting. You know, I'm so yeah. thrilled about getting more and Jujutsu I, Kaisen. And I'm really digging this show, and I really didn't want it to end where what well, is right now, because we're kind of in the middle of something. Hmm. That I don't want them to rush and resolve in an episode. You know. Yes, I agree. I don't want that to happen. Yeah. Um, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that. How was your week? My week? Wasn't bad. Yeah. Wasn't bad. I uh, drank a lot on Saturday. I okay. played a card game with my friend on Friday night. That was fun. We played some Key Forge. Did- I enjoyed that. Cool. I've uh, been enjoying this Toradora we rewatch. I gotta say, I've been having such a good time rewatching that show. Yeah, it's really fun. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the last time I actually watched all Toradora. I think I've only completely watched it once. Mm. I think. I'm not positive on that, though. So it's interesting. Oh, okay. I, I'm pretty sure it's just once. So it's interesting to rewatch it. And, like, I don't know. I feel like. I'm enjoying it almost more the second time I'm watching it. Because you kind of know more about the characters, and so you can, like, pick up on the smaller details and stuff. And reading the uh, Reddit rewatch thread has been pretty fun as well, so. Okay, see, I'm not on Reddit, so I'm kind of missing that aspect of it, but I've been enjoying talking about it in the Discord. Mm -hmm. We need to talk about it more. I'm too back, I think. I caught up, and then the next day I didn't watch, so... I'll watch three on on tomorrow. I'll watch three on tomorrow. I think I'm ahead by one. I'll I can okay. check that. So the last episode I watched, uh, it's the one after the final beach episode. So okay, I think I'll yeah. it'll be caught up to me tomorrow. The the Reddit rewatch. Because on Sunday night, I just decided I was going to watch tons of episodes. Oh, hold on. Let me see. Episode 12. Um, they're on episode 12. Oh, no. Ohashi High School Cultural Festival Part 2. Oh, okay. So. Oh, my God. Wait. They're so, ahead of me now. 
they caught up to me. They're uh, one past me. Thomas. I'm disappointed. You were taken off taken off guard. I know. I thought I had a little bit more more room. But this is great. Now I get to watch an episode of Toradora tonight. So, okay, so this is perfect. So yesterday, Wednesday, December 16th, was where Tyga meets or re reunites with her dad. And oh, I mean that's wow. such like a, I think this arc is like really cool because Taksu actually like has some emotion and and stuff. I feel like this is where we finally get to learn a little bit about our main core of characters. And mm-hmm. I mean, it's a great scene where Taksu gets like super mad at her and, and it's like pushing her against the door. And he's like, I wish my dad would like want to come home. Like, and he's basically just like projecting what he wants his life to be onto Taiga. Yeah. Which is like, isn't great. But at the same time, like. It's, it's Ryuji. He does, he, he gets a pass for everything. No. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it's like a, it's like a fault, but to him, he's like, why would you not want your dad in your life? Like, I wish I had that, you know, like he's basically saying like, you're taking this for granted. Like, you're taking your family for granted that I don't have. And, uh, I mean, that's legitimate, right? Like, I I don't think Mm -hmm. I would fault anyone for, like, thinking that. Obviously, like, he's projecting a little. He's definitely projecting, but it's not like a, uh, it's not like a bad thing. Yeah, and is his dad, I forget, is he just out of the picture or did he die? Uh, I don't think he's dead. Okay, he's just gone. Yeah, I think he... Because um, Ryuji mentions at one point that, like, he's tried to call his dad and, like, he won't come back. Oh, okay. Damn. Because Ryuji's put effort into, like, trying to get his dad to come home, I think. Right. Ugh. Ugh. I haven't even watched it yet and I'm getting sad. (laughs) So I'm going to watch the second episode of that arc tonight. Yeah, I'm going to watch it while I work tomorrow. That'll be a good thing to look forward to after a day of shoveling snow. I'm just getting excited for the Christmas episode. We'll have to watch that together on Christmas. Yo, yeah, that'll be fun with Mike. Totally out of context. Oh, it's, it's so sad, though, that episode, but I want it. I know. I don't want to actually hey, say... Hey, no spoilers. I won't. I no spoilers. I know. I know. Okay. I know. I know. You're the one if who you spoils want a reason everything. To be... Oh, my God. Let's okay. Well, really quick for me this week, I watched a movie. I watched um, Children of the Sea. It's on Netflix. It's a new. It's a uh, came out like last year. I think it's new to Netflix though. Um, it's beautiful. I don't actually know the team behind it. I can look that up quick. Uh, the movie is like stunning visually. You could stare at it all day. The movie itself, eh. I gave it a, it was hard to give it a six because it was so beautiful, but the story really doesn't make sense. It's about these two boys who were raised by dugongs in the Philippines. Dugongs? And, like, uh, the yeah, Pokemon? like, no, like the animal. Like, uh, this, like a seal? Like a seal, yeah. And, um, Wait, are dugongs girl, real animals? yeah. I think it's just a seal. Dugong is a Pokemon. Well, they called it Dugong in the movie. Oh, that's w- random. Maybe... Okay, I don't know that. May... No, Dugong, a medium-sized marine mammal. I just searched Dugong, and I got all pictures of Pokemon. Well, your search engine knows you. 
also known as a sea cow. But anyway, <laughs> so they're raised by these dugongs in the Philippines, and then um, oh, like they get D-U. taken to this... Okay, yes, you're right. Okay, keep going. Oh, my God. Uh, they get taken to this aquarium in Japan t- for research because they can hold their breaths for a really long time and yada yada. And um, one of the daughters of the people who work at the aquarium meets them and they're around the same age and shenanigans happen but it just makes no sense like they're dying but also like the whale songs are changing and something's happening and the movie's like 20 minutes too long i watched like an hour and 10 minutes of it and there was 40 minutes left and i was like i have to stop i watched it in two sittings because it was just getting too long it feels like one of those movies that's like we're gonna be sad and emotionally deep and you're watching, you're like, this sucks. Like, there's nothing I enjoy about this. Like, you're you're not captivated by the, the sadness. You're like, what the hell? This yeah, is Yeah, and it's, it's not even that sad. Like, the girl's pretty cool. Like, she has a rough family life and whatever. And, like, her development's really cool. But, like, I don't care about these superhuman dugong boys. It's, it's just weird. But cannot stress enough how gorgeous the movie was. If you just want to look at some amazing animation, I would recommend it. It's by Studio 4C, 4 Degree Sign C. Um, Joe Hisaishi did the music. Oh, it's probably 4 Degrees Celsius. Is... Oh, sh- I'm an idiot. No, no, you're I'm probably... I'm a moron. Studio 4 <laughs> Degrees Celsius. No, that might be it. I don't know. I'm I was done. kind of trolling, but maybe. I don't know what it looks like. Okay. There's symbol. Um, I just read it from text. I don't even know what their logo is. Okay. But anyway, um, movie was pretty good. So I was really tired. What was it, Sunday night? I went to bed at 8.30, and I got in bed at 6, watched part of it, and then I fell asleep. So. <laughs> oh, my God. In bed at 6. Yeah. I was so tired. I don't I was sick. I was sick the day before. I was, like, up at 4.30, and I just, my sleep schedule was all messed up, so I slept from 8 to 8, Sunday into Monday, and it was the greatest thing ever. Mm-hmm. But anyway, on with the show. Oh, one Should other thing I forgot the... to mention. Oh. Uh, one yeah. of my roommates has been watching Attack on Titan, like, for the first time, so I've been watching a bunch of it with him. How cool is it? It's still amazing. It's still very good. I like the I've second really... season more now i'd be really curious to see um like all the things we missed the first time around you know because we weren't paying attention yeah like i don't well i don't want to get like too far into it but there's it's definitely cool watching it you you catch up on some stuff and it's interesting to see like how certain characters react and stuff to different Mm -hmm. things and how they're portrayed like, I thought the most interesting thing was when, you know the scene when they're deciding if they're going to become scouts and all the people are walking away and they're, like, staying there? And yeah. it's So three characters have, like, internal monologues about it. It's it's Jen or Jean, whatever his name is. Jean. Um, Jean. It's... Jan. <laughs> Jean. It's uh, Connie and Sasha. And they end up staying. Okay. But Berthold and Ryan are both stay, but they don't get internal monologues. I wonder why. I wonder why. See, but like that kind of shit is really cool. You know? And Yeah, that's why I would love to rewatch it to kind of pick up on that stuff. So you're and now you're actually gonna remember what's going on. So now when we talk about it, I'll be the only one sounding like a doof. Uh well, I gotta watch like third season stuff. Because all the stuff I don't remember is like 
all this Eldians versus Marley shit that was all last season yeah. or two seasons ago or whatever. Do you think Reiner's going to turn and join us? It's possible. We're just going to start talking about Attack on Titan now. Yeah. Just like thinking of when he was talking about like, oh, there was this potato girl and whatever. He was kind of referring to them fondly, you know? I mean, there's an obvious trend amongst like the three Eldian characters who are allied with the Marleys that they didn't want to hurt their friends. Right? Like, Annie yeah. doesn't kill Armin even though she's got two chances to um, throughout, like, the course of the series. Uh, Reiner... Reiner, like, kind of likes everyone, and he, like, tries to convince Eren to just go with them and not fight. Like, he doesn't want to take him by force. Um, so there's that. Mm-hmm. Like, and even, like, how in this episode, how Reiner talks about the characters, he's basically saying, like, they're not that bad in, like, this weird, yeah. subtle way. Um, which was kind of funny, but, like, very, like, weird at the same time. But, yeah, they definitely... Ryder definitely likes Eren and all of them, for sure. Yeah, Despite I mean, them killing Bertolt. Whoops. Uh, Bert... Yeah. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Bertolt deserved it. But um, it's just interesting to see, like, him thinking back on it. I don't know. I don't know. But um, this episode was pretty tame. Which I... What is that noise? I'm sorry. I, like, ripped something. I didn't think it was going to make a noise. <laughs> please. Please. <laughs> um, yeah. They're going to go back, and they're going to try and take the island, and we're going to see our people, but it'll probably be in the perspective of the Marley Eldians. It'll be interesting. Which will be cool. Yeah, like seeing how they see us, and apparently, like, we have spy, spy on the inside, spy on the inside, but I can't recognize them. We have people in the Discord who have read the manga, and they're pointing out things to us like, oh... Something happened here, but you didn't notice. And I'm like, damn. Oh, really? Something happened here, and I didn't notice. Yeah, someone said that they saw another character, old school character, this episode. And I didn't see them. And I wonder who it was. Oh, what? I got no clue. (laughs) Yeah. I'm, like, super not, like, adept to... I don't know. I feel like when I watch anime, I'm not trying to, like, hyper-analyze it. Like, I've talked to people, Mm -hmm. and they're like, oh, like... This plot twist, you know, like, I just knew that was coming because I was just thinking about it and, like, that was the only way it made sense. And I'm like, what? Like, yo, I'm not trying to, like, play chess with the anime I'm watching. I'm just trying to sit here and enjoy it. Like, I obviously think about it, but, like, I'm not trying to predict what's going to happen while I'm watching it. Yeah, I mean... To, like, some extent, you know, like, some stuff's obvious, but, like... Well, they're they're reading it, so they have the background. Well, yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, not, not I, it, no, yeah. not them. I'm not referring to them. Oh, okay. But yeah, this was a good episode. Um, don't like Zeke. People hate Reiner, and yeah, no, Reiner's the best fucking Reiner. character. Are you serious? I, I don't hate Reiner. Reiner's so cool. He's like the most real character. He's like, 
he, he's got like this weird PTSD thing where he like freaks out randomly, which happens multiple times. Like, but he's still like a warrior and still does his best. Like, he's awesome. Like, he's my favorite character. I have of the to show. say, I was really surprised when Reiner had a family. When he just goes up to his mom and he goes, "Hey, mom," I was like, "What the fuck?" So they were Reiner on, has a family. They were on the island for what three years? Three or five? I don't really. Because he did the whole training. Him, Annie, and Bertolt did the training. Yeah. And then... And Ymir. But Ymir didn't go with them. Oh, yeah, she just kind of showed up. And now she's dead. Yeah, what's up with that? I don't remember Ymir's backstory, really, even though I'm rewatching it. Yeah, she kind of just shows up. How? You find out... Yeah, I don't remember. She was walking in a desert, and she just walked there. Maybe she was one of the Titans who, uh... Like, one of the Eldians who got sent to the island and she was able to, like, transform. I don't really remember. But, uh, she eats Berthold and Reiner's friend somehow. Yeah, they don't, like, revisit that. Because that kid obviously isn't a, uh, he's not from Marley, I would imagine. I don't know. I don't know if it matters. He's not a special Titan, that kid, because... Yeah. What? I really like the Jaw Titan, by the way. I feel like we didn't talk about him. The who? Um, or the Jaw Titan. He looks really cool. Oh, what's his name? Garrison? Pekka? Oh, I don't Pika? know. Pika? I don't know. There, there's like a couple people. I don't know who's who. But the Titan form's cool. He's like smaller and he has a big mouth. It's good. Okay. Anyway, yeah. Good episode. We're going to see how it goes. But, um... Excited to not necessarily get some action, excuse me, but get some more significant scenes. Hmm. I just want my peeps, you know. That's fair. Yeah. All right. What's next? Mm. Oh, let's talk about Haikyuu. This is probably the best Haikyuu episode this season. Yeah, and next ep- ne- next episode tomorrow is the finale so yeah definitely the best episode of Haikyuu because they actually played like some high intensity fast paced volleyball what a concept um spoilers we won we did so we did when I first watched the last point I was like eh whatever that is not my opinion now I thought the last point was so good it was so fun to watch <laughs> like the whole scene where it's from, like, Inarizaki's perspective, and yeah. he's like... It turns into Gurren Lagann with the lighting and the words, and it's like, whoa! Yeah, the, the flashing of the sign, like, we don't need the yeah. memories, was such a cool touch. I don't know why, I just thought that was, like, so epic. And then they got blocked. I wish they just, like, spiked it down, though. Like, I wish it went straight on the ground. <laughs> Instead of in the air oh, and this, yeah. like, dive, and then we get to watch the ball hit the ground from Bokdo's eyes, which made no sense. But whatever. It wasn't, that wasn't Bokdo, but okay. Who was it? That was Robot Guy. Are you sure? Y- yeah, that was, why, why would Bokdo be there but not be screaming and look so serene? I don't know, we can only see, like, half his forehead in, like, two we eyes. We haven't seen Bokuto in, like, three or four weeks. But he's there watching it. I said I thought it was weird. (laughs) Yeah, it's not. (laughs) Wait, no. Okay, I'm watching. I don't care. I'm watching that right now. 
while it's while we do this. But uh, anyway, what was what was the point of all of this? A best episode of the season for Haikyuu. Yeah. Great points. Your best moment of that episode, besides the end, was Kageyama dumping it and then looking over to the other team with his shit-eating grin. The best. <laughs> oh, Kageyama. Oh, Kageyama. Kageyama. Alright, I'm watching this shit. Oh, I'm going God. back to it. I need to know. We're doing this live. I'm pausing it. I'm going to pause it right at the point. It is? Why is he watching it like that? Oh, you might be right, actually, because you can see him. Yeah! Mm. It's... Why would he be that close to the court? He's not that close. Like, Thomas, like, now uh, I'm going to no, have to his hair kind of matches. Uh, yeah. I'm doing a deep analysis. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I have Thank determined you. Mary Thank is correct, you. and it's not booked, though. Woo! Go me. Hmm. So, yeah. Good try, though. It was a good attempt. I know you love him. Bokto-san! <laughs> but, so, yeah. Uh, really good. I mean, I've been watching people react to it, like, all week. I don't even know what to say about it anymore. It was really exciting. It was super fun. It felt like old Haikyuu. It still did not look great, though. There were points when the animation was on on touch, like, right there, perfect. But um, I was watching a lot of, like, medleys of, like, Haikyuu clips and stuff this week. And the other seasons still looked 8,000 times better. So it's still a disappointment, like, visually. Even though there are good moments, like, overall, it looked kind of bad. Yes. But... I just hope they improve for the next season. We we just got to say, you know what? It was COVID. The first part of the season looked good, but nothing really happened. It's upsetting. I wish they could, like, remaster it. Yes, I agree with everything that was said. Yes. Um, apology for the yawning. I We got 14 inches of snow here, and I shoveled, like, three cars out today, and I think it's catching up to me. <laughs> I mean, shoveling is tiring because you're wearing all the clothes and it's cold, and you're doing manual labor. Yeah, I was. I had two pairs of pants on. I double pantsed it. Double pants. I wear my. I wear like running tights, and then I wear big baggy sweatpants so I can get on my knees and like shovel with my hands, and my pants don't get wet because I have two pairs of pants. It's the double pants technique. Double pants is a strat. I would go double pants. It's a. I started doing that in um, college, tights and then um, sweatpants. It's a great strat. Great strat. Mm -hmm. But anyway, Haikyuu was really good. I wish I could say it was like, I mean, it was really intense. I'm thinking back to when I watched it. I was like high energy, edge of my seat. Oh, my God. But um, reflecting on the match as a whole. I'm just glad we never have to see Narizaki again. Also, I realized the second to last episode of the freaking season, I don't know why it took me so long, that the voice of um, Atsumu uh, Mia is Miyano Mamoru, who's a famous, famous, famous Japanese voice actor. It was just like one way he said something and he tweaked his voice. I was like, oh my God, that's him. And I don't know why I didn't recognize that the entire season, but I got it now. Hmm. Okay, I... Gotta admit, I don't know who that voice actor is, so... Oh, he, he voiced Light Yagami, he voiced Tamaki Suo, he's like... Oh, really? Both yeah. anime I watched the dub of. I know. 
go you. Whoops. But he's 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 big. Uh. He was the uh he was the manager in that uh Zombie Girls Idol thing where he won like best voice performance at the Crunchyroll Awards. Oh. Yes, yeah, yes. I watched really an good. episode of that. I was very not yeah. interested. I also think I watched an episode of that and was very not interested. But that kind of gets mixed up in my head now with Agretzko Season 3 because they're very similar. Agretzko Season 3 was pretty good. It was very funny. Yeah. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen? Oh, no, no, no. We're going to talk about Golden Kamui. Ooh, okay. That's fine. Everything happened. Everything. Everything. Everything came to its every, end. Every relationship in the show was like showcased at its highest intensity like i had to pause it a couple times i it was just so much so much was going on and nothing felt overwhelming which i think i mean i could talk about this episode for this for another hour and i won't do that to you people so i'll just kind of stay a little generic but so much happened and i followed all of it we had Tsukushima with the Russian lady. We had Koito over here. We had Tanigaki Nishba and Kiro Ranke, Asuripa, Ogata, Tsukimoto, and then Tsuraishi comes in like all these different conglomerates of people and their relationships overflowing at the exact same time. And it was never too much. I wasn't like, wait, what happened? What's going on? It was like paced perfectly. It was executed perfectly. It was so intense and over the top because the show is just freaking over the top all the time. And I want to say, Thomas, I freaking screamed when it happens. I've been talking about the fucking dry persimmons for two years saying it was my favorite scene in the entire show. And it was a plot point. It was a plot point. It was a major plot point in this episode. And I was like, woo! I was just super pumped that I got to watch Shiraishi pee on Azripa. Yeah, that was great too. You're really bringing me down. (laughs) No, I'm obviously trolling. But yes, I enjoyed this episode. Even though you told people I didn't enjoy it, I very much enjoyed it. I said to Mary after the episode, it was really good. I was on the edge of my seat. And she immediately texts no, you, Dad and goes, no, he didn't like it. No, you said, I was like, wasn't that amazing? It was like fantastic. Oh my God. And you were like, yeah, I liked it. I didn't like love it. I was on the edge of my seat, but I wasn't like, I didn't love it. You, you like, made it seem like this was going to be the greatest episode of anime in the history it, of anime, maybe ever. It was the greatest episode of Golden Kamui of all time. Uh, I would have to think about that. That Tsukushima pass Easy was so me. good. I love that pass. Suka, that was... I'll talk about that later um, for our topic. It was one of the things I was thinking about. That was really good. Tanigaki's pass was really good. Like, there's so many... Like, the war stories in this show are just really good. But, I mean, come on! Come on! This is the best one! Everything happens! Tanigaki stabs Kiro Ranke with the knife he used when he accidentally stabbed in Karmont. Like, everything. Tsukushima explodes and his neck is bleeding and Koito's like, don't hurt my men, and just starts hacking people with a sickle. And then Asuripa shoots Ogata in the eye with poison Yeah, well, wait, 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 you slow down. Let's talk about that part for a little bit, because that was obviously, like, I, the best scene. Yeah. That part. 
So take a take a deep breath. Calm down for a second. <laughs> so okay. I, I the one thing that I thought was weird about that scene. Why was Ogata obsessed with like tainting Azripa all of a sudden? Like why? Like why is that a thing? He's obsessed. Like, who cares? He's obsessed with the. He's obsessed with the brother. He wants to prove that his brother was wrong. Was wrong, and that no one can be pure for their. No one in on the battlefield can stay unstained for their entire life. He's obviously traumatized by that. You got the reminder in his like fever dream a couple weeks ago, and he's just like obsessed to the point where he just wants. He doesn't want to meet anyone like his brother because he thinks that he he regrets killing his brother and he doesn't want to. He wants to be like, I was right to do that. That wasn't a mistake. So when he w- sees other people like that, he's like, oh, they're they're not actually as good as he was. They they also deserve to die. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, no, that makes sense. That that checks out. Yeah. I I disagree with Ogata. Pl- I felt like he didn't have to play his card right there and then with, with I Osiris, get but. I. I get why he tried there. I don't get why he dug his hole so deep. Like, when she was asking all those questions, he was answering them. And, like, but once it got too far, he could have always... He also said, like, no, he didn't bring up what he wanted to eat. Like, that's fine. You know? Yeah, I think he was just panicking If you're a dying... Bit. Yeah, if you're dying, you could say, like, give the gold to Tomei, blah, blah, blah. Oh, and he also said he loves monkfish, too. Like, no, I thought the questioning went a little too far, and he could have just been like, no, he didn't mention that. Yeah. And that would have been acceptable because he got shot in the head and was dying. I don't so. think that really would have changed all that much because um, Sugimoto would have showed up anyway. But my issue with Ogata, like, playing those cards there... I guess he, like, wanted to get the info before Kiro Renke. Wow. Yeah. But he shouldn't have felt rushed. Well, maybe he did because he heard the gunshot and he was thinking someone was on their trail. And he's like, I'm going to get this info now and then get the fuck out. But I don't think he had to do that. Like, he could have, like, not got the info, teamed up with, teamed up with Kiro Renke and a uh, uh, Russian lady whose name I can't remember, and, like, fought Sophia. whoever was coming after them, I think. Why, why does Ogata want the gold? We never really... He was just like, I don't want all of it. I just want a little. I, I think he has, like, like, no direction in life. And it's just like, this sounds something, something decent, and I can actually do that, get this gold because I'm a... I can fight because I'm a warrior. Dude, I don't know. I I can't I can't believe Sugimoto's still alive. That's literally his thing. I know. Remember when he started like hallucinating and drooling because of his brain injury at the Stenka? Yes. I think that's gonna come back, and I get nervous about it constantly. No, he's the immortal Sugimoto. He literally can't die. He's immortal. Yeah. But and it was just really good. I'm thinking about it again, and I'm just like, yeah. And we got the great ending of reuniting the squad with piss everywhere. 
It, it was such a Golden Kamui thing to do. It was. Like, of course, Golden Kamui is gonna end an episode so action-packed with just urination. Gleeful, joyful, like, cherub singing in the background. Like, the music was crazy. Just, like, total urination. Oh, and perfectly, I was watching on my lunch break on Tuesday, and my roommate walks into the camera room, sits down, and immediately... Sugimoto goes, sure, she pee on her face. Yeah. And my friend's like, what the fuck? <laughs> of course. It was very funny. Uh, can we backtrack for a bit? Um, just because I was thinking about, like, gleeful, joyful peeing. Uh, this episode of Haikyuu where Hinata makes that, where everything's going really, really fast. And Coach Ukai's like, slow down, slow down. And the... Um, the lens of the camera, like, it's dark around the edges because everyone's narrowed in on, like, getting to the net as fast as they can. And then Hinata does this beautiful receive that goes way high up that he learned in the training camp. And everyone just, like, looks up at this light. That was a great scene. And for some reason, the joyful peeing reminded me of that scene. Okay, so I, I was like, how the hell does this relate to peeing? Well, because they were all just, like, looking up, and, like, it was slow motion, and that kind of happened with the urine. Um, but that was a great scene in Haikyuu, and I wanted to give props for it, because it was really intense. The animation was really good. Ukai doesn't really talk during matches, so the fact that he was, like, yelling slow down made it, like, I was getting freaked out. So, just really good scene. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Very good tangent. Yeah. Thank you. Um, alright, Jujutsu Kaisen? Sure, unless you had any Golden Kamui final thoughts. Do we have one more episode? Uh, yes, we, we have one more episode. Golden Kamui season three is a nine. Mm-hmm, yes. It's phenomenal, the whole thing. I don't want the season to end because then I can't watch it every Monday. This is true. It's so good. It's so good, but... This is definitely my least favorite OP. I like the OP, but I like the other two better. But, um, yeah, great, great season of Golden Kamui. Edge of my seat every episode. Can't wait to see where it goes next. Yeah, I mean, this is the best anime of the season, so. Yeah, boy. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know what's good. All right, um, now Jujutsu Kaisen. You want to lead this one? I've been talking a lot. Jujutsu Kaisen. This one was kind of weird, I thought. So it begins, I don't know if it begins with this, but this is what I remember. The fight between, uh, I don't know the guy's name. What did I call him last week? Oh, Goggles Businessman? Oh, that guy, (laughs) yeah. What's his name? Konami? Maybe? Kento? Nanami? Oh, I said Konami. I was close. You definitely have the names up. Yes, I do. So, Goggles Businessman. Okay. <laughs> I think that's what I called him last time. Fights against uh, the... Does that other guy even have a name? The Curse? Yeah, Mahito. Mahito? Mahito? Yeah. Okay, so they fight. Pretty cool fight. Remember last week... Last week you made the mojito joke. Oh, yes, mojito. Thank you. Thank you for refreshing me on my very mediocre jokes. So they continue to fight. Good fight. Um, Goggles businessman gets away. But I did enjoy the fight. The animation was very good. And then 
the second half of the episode is so bizarre. So Itadori hangs out with um the kid. Yeah, depressed I, I loved it. Emo child. And Yeah, and he meets his mom and they watch movies and they like do impressions over dinner. It was so yeah, cute. Yeah, and then she just gets killed by a curse. And Mojito shows up, which he probably put the curse there, and like comforts Emo Boy. And then Emo Boy goes to school and is planning to kill everyone. But Itadori is there? Like, what? Like, what was that? He thinks Mojito convinces Emo Boy, you have the names up, you tell me. That, None um, of them have their of names the... up on Mal. I'd have to hit more characters. Okay. I'm not going in that deep. Um, one of the bullies at school did it. He said, oh, this is a cursed finger, blah, blah, blah. Someone who really hated you must have put it on you, and then it attracts the curse to your house. And he thinks, who hates me? The bullies at school. So he's going to go kill the bullies at school. And Itadori finds out, because he's at the scene, uh, Nanami or whoever tells him, Goggles Businessman. So he goes to try and find him. Checks his school. There we go. It just seems weird. Like, I didn't want all that to happen right away. Like, this could have happened, but not all in the, like, the nine minutes I, like, meet this kid yeah. and the mom. Their relationship is a little rushed, but I still felt really bad when the mom died. I was confused. I was like, wait, is this real? Did she just die, like, literally two hours after meeting Itadori? I was like, okay. I just thought it was See, weird. I the timing th- seemed weird. Yeah, I thought it was going to get framed that Mahito was going to tell Emo Boy that Itadori killed her. Oh, yeah, I thought and he was going to like, blame him or something. Yeah, I was like, no, 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 no. So I was a little relieved when I found out that it was the bully. I was like, good, let's, let's kill this guy and not destroy the cute movie relationship. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it was definitely, I mean... I agree that I wish their relationship had a little more time to breathe. However, in the time they did have, it did feel re- believable. It felt really good. Like, Yuji is such a cool character. Um, and he was just able to relate and make jokes. And he had just watched all those movies. So it was super funny that it just kind of worked out that way. Um, and I still thought the mom's death was impactful. It could have been over two episodes instead of one. Um, but it was like... At 70% or 60% for me instead of 100. It didn't destroy the moment in any way. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. I didn't, like, hate it by any means. I just thought it was... Uh, it seemed a little rushed. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I'm excited no, for understand. this season finale thing, though. Yeah. Oh, is it the finale next week? Uh, I just assumed so. Maybe it's 13 episodes. I'm not positive. We'll get at least one more episode, if not two. You know what? I think the whole series so far is going to be 24, so this would be the midway point. If that was 11, next would be 12. Mm Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So yeah, it was really good. Um, I'm really liking it. I still want to see Megumi and um, Nobara a little more. I miss them. I can't wait for their reunion. Like, they still think he's dead. They haven't 
brought him up in a while. I wish they missed him a little more, but... I mean, they only yeah. knew him for a little bit. I know, but... Yeah, you're right. <laughs> but regardless... Uh, what, uh... Those are the best things we're watching. That's just Talentless Nana, right? And yeah. Akudama. Oh, and Akudama Drive, which was fucking crazy this it week. It was. My Let's God. talk about that. Okay. Wow. I mean, I don't even... Talk about something where everything happened in one episode. You take it, Thomas. Yeah, so... Everyone goes over to the Shikansen because they're like, yo, I'm going to get on this train. I want to steal that boy. I'm taking that kid. You know what I'm saying? And they all show up. We got like the three men stare down with the guns out. We got Doctor there. She's got her little uh, heart stabby thing in Executioner Boy, who's like the most useless character. We've got Courier there. He's got his gun, John. We've got Hoodlum there. He's with his little scalpel, John trying to uh, stab <laughs> our girl Swindler in the neck because he's working with the doctor mm-hmm. now. But then, randomly, all these humans show up because of some reason. I don't really remember all that well. But everyone shows up. It goes wild. We got people flying around everywhere. Boy ends up on the Shikansen, so the squad hops on the Shikansen. Doctor and Hoodlum kill each other in a very epic way, and I loved Hoodlum's character all the way until the end. They all get crushed, run over by people as they sprint onto the train because they all want to go to uh, the promised land. So, but that's like a very short version of what happened. It was a very fun episode. This, I don't know how the series is going to end because I feel like we want to know all this stuff about like the way the world is. And I don't know if we have enough time to learn everything. We're not, and I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) like i'm enjoying the ride so much that if the end kind of crashes i'm like well i had fun i never really got the story in the first place like the sacredness of kanto and the conflict and the yada like i never really knew what it all meant i never really understood it so if it has anything to do with that i'm not gonna get it also executioner chan fucking it up again just being an idiot all the time but it was really good i really liked it there was so much conflict hoodlum is the best character in the show i mean he's dead now but his his build-up and payoff were awesome Mm -hmm. and you were hating on hoodlum earlier i thought yeah i did say i was like i I think i literally said i would like the show better if he wasn't even in it because he's not doing anything and you know what good good on you akadama drive you proved me wrong he turned out to be uh, a really compelling character. And I'm happy that I think he died in a way that he was pleased with. So, mm-hmm. go him. And the doctor fucking dies. Hate her. <laughs> Screw her. <laughs> Show would have so been happy. better without her in it at all. I never liked her. Uh, but yes, yeah, Swindler. She's so cool and pretty and i like her and we gotta save oh we have to say of onichan and we got courier now and it's it's gonna be good there's like no akudama left i'm still expecting hacker to show up still expecting him to come back but we'll see oh yeah maybe he'll come back i hope so yeah but yeah i don't know how many episodes we got left hopefully it wraps up well i'm excited 
Uh, yeah, I also don't know how many episodes it is. One second. Aku Dama Drive. It is 12. Shit. Wait, do we only have is one next left? next episode? Did, did it end today? Let me see, let me see. Oh, did the finale come out? I could probably find it. No, no, no. Oh. Today? I can't tell. The, uh... I'll find out. Episode 11 came out today. Looks... There's gotta be another episode. Right? There's gotta be another yeah, episode. Yeah, episode, episode 11 came out today, and then it ends on Christmas Eve. The 24th. Okay. Yeah. Word. Cool. I was like, it can't just end next week. <laughs> like, okay. We Gucci, we Gucci. Um, yeah, and then we have Talentless Nana, which was pretty good. And I was like, okay, okay. And then the ending, I was like, nope. Nope. Oh, yeah. Dog Chan. No. Dog Chan. I don't know if she's dead. I like freeze framed that like last scene so many times. There's no blood. Like I don't know. I don't know. So remember last week? We gotta see. When I was talking about how like the ending card I thought spoiled the episode for this week. Oh yeah, what was the, the ending, ending, card, was the ending was card? Was the girl who can oh Fuko? The girl who can make, like, the strong energy wind blade thing. Oh, yeah. It was, like, her. In the episode, was called The Invisible Blade. And it's her literally holding, like, what looks like an invisible, an invisible blade. I was like, what the hell? Like, I already know, like, the title of the episode is The Invisible Blade. And you show me this person holding the invisible blade after someone just got murdered by an invisible blade. I don't think it was her, though. What's that? I don't think it was her. I'm not positive. I don't know. Because you saw, like, all the hype and stuff that went into that attack. Like, she had to get the air around. It was like a bit. It took a big area. Like, the room would have been wrecked. Unless she shot it from outside. I guess. I don't know. But there was the whole thing that, like, he was in bed and could have gotten up. And, like, I don't know. Yeah, because, hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Things with these shows, like, I don't think we actually have enough information to, like, actually deduce the stuff. Mm-hmm. But maybe we do. I don't know. I mean, someone stabbed him or he got hit by some something like that. But that was kind of like a cool detective scene. And uh, our boy, Kyoya, got wrecked by the blade. And then he's just like, I'm fine. Was it? Yeah, he just gets yeah. up. Nana's always so pissed. She's like, he can survive that too? Oh my god, how am I going to kill this dude? But. Yeah, um, I really liked how in the room over, three guys were just getting a five-hour pep talk. <laughs> yeah, from a fire like, guy. This is so stupid. Yeah, it was really dumb. I did very much uh, enjoy Inu and Nana's like, conversation backstory stuff over the last two episodes yeah and she goes like i literally told you my parents died like five seconds ago yeah and she was like my parents are great and i totally like i totally get that feel i mean i know what inukai was doing and i know 
she didn't mean it like that, but that was a really good scene. Mm-hmm. That was very relatable. Like, yeah. Oh, like, when our grandma died, and I would tell people, and they'd be like, oh, yeah, I remember when my grandma died, blah, 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 and they'd tell this really sad story, and I'd be like, she died, like, yesterday. Could you not? Yeah. <laughs> Could you not talk about it? Like, I totally, like, I thought about, like, that one time where I thought that, like, I totally understood that scene, and I thought it was really well done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. I've so, kind of liked that development. Because, like, Nana yeah, actually has, like, human actually... sides to her. Mm-hmm. And they're actually friends, and now she's probably dead. Uh... No. Well, maybe not. Stress. Maybe not. This show is always stressful. Oh, uh, let me go back to Google. I'm going to X out of my dugong tab and go back. How many episodes do we have of Talentless Not? Probably one or two. Uh, let's see. Oh, it is a manga. There's seven volumes out. Uh, Invisible Blade Part 3 is the last episode listed on Wikipedia. That's episode 12. Oh, it says 13, so we'll have two more weeks. Okay, that's good. Yeah, that works. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah, I like this show a lot. I'm really, it's it's definitely the uh, dark horse of the season. Yeah, this is an Akudama drive. For sure. Yeah. Well, what do you like better? I mean, it's like apples and oranges, right? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, that's a hard one, but. Man, just looking at all, like, the promotional stuff, the the guy from episode one is in, like, every, everything. They did good. They really hype you up to knock you down. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at the poster. Yeah, seeing if I can find any hints. I didn't find any. All right. Should we go into our topic? Topic. topic. I'm excited to talk about this. I think we'll have some really good conversations. This will be fun. So, yeah. recently, as in like three days ago, Crunchyroll announced their categories for the Crunchyroll Awards, which we are obviously going to go over our picks for that which will probably happen next week or whenever um, we get to see who's nominated for each category and whatnot. So we'll go over it here. So stay tuned. But we thought it'd be fun if we made our own categories that are not those. So they're not the generic best female, best male, best waifu kind of Johns. We're going to actually come up with our own categories and go over those, which like some of them are kind of generic too, but we figured it would be fun and uh, we really want to spend this month talking about the whole year and all the anime this year. So that's this was our first idea because we're we're gonna talk about the nominees. We're gonna go over our like anime of the year, obviously. So we got a couple weeks of uh, some content built up for you guys. So anywho, Mary, what was our first category? We have six. Well, let we have six. We each thought of three. Um... And I would say some of them are kind of generic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the first one that I have listed is one that you thought of. And it was best character. Even more generic than best girl or best guy. Just best character of the year. Who was your favorite character this year, Mary? Uh, I kind of like wanted to hear yours first to make sure mine was right. I picked Taichi. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> I have Tai Chi picked for something else. I didn't pick him here. I picked Kageyama. Wait, Tobio? Yeah. From Haikyuu? I didn't know you liked him that much. Oh, he's my favorite. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and I liked how in... Um, I thought Asahi was your favorite. Asahi is also up there, but I love Tobio. I liked how in... Um, I basically loved him in the first part of the season back in the winter when he was at the camp and the whole goody two-shoes thing and how he keeps matching um, his spikers instead of pushing them and he has this moment where he's king of the court again and instead of people like lashing out at him for being selfish, they they like accept it and he learns to adapt to different situations and he had to adapt to like the higher ceiling and I just think he's such an interesting character and he's always going above and beyond everyone else to try and make things work because he personally feels that responsibility as the setter, as the core of the team. And I love him and I love his stupid shit eating grins and all his faces. And uh, I, I love Tai Chi so much <laughs> too though. I have Tai Chi for the next category if we're in order. I mean, I made up this order, but I I didn't pick Tai Chi for this because I had Tai Chi picked for something else and I didn't want to double dip. But tell me why you love best boy Tai Chi. Well, also before that, Tobio, yeah, you you down with that? You cool? Yeah, I didn't realize he was even your favorite character in Haikyuu. Oh, I was so jealous when you got that figure. I was like, I should have gotten that figure. Because you're always like, Asahi, my boy. Well, they, they, did my boy, they didn't do my boy justice. You they, literally say that like every episode. Because they do him dirty all the time, and he deserves more than what he gets. I love him, too. Okay. Well, I mean, I've talked about how much I like Tai Chi in the past. This is Tai Chi from Chihaya Furu, if you do not know. Woo! Which I can't believe. He's my favorite believe- character. From my, that show. I can't believe this that was this, this, this year. Like, talk about how long this year is. My God. Yeah, it was winter of yeah. this year. It started October 19 and then went to March 2020. But it just feels like a thousand years ago we were watching Chihaya Fudu. We started a year ago. Yeah, so. quite literally. So I guess that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, how did I come to this conclusion? Well, I started going through all the anime that I watched this season, or this year, rather, and realized he was probably my favorite character from all of it. Yay! I love him. I have no complaints. He's my favorite character from Chiaya Furu. And do I like Taichi better than Kageyama? Probably. So you're just picking... I knew, that's why I wanted you to go first, because I felt like my answer was wrong. But again, I didn't want to double dip. But Taichi is the best. And he's the best because he's not the best. Like, he's not perfect. He has flaws. He's selfish. He gets down on himself. He doesn't have confidence. Like, he's an actual person. And that's what makes him the best, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I'm so happy that you like him, too. <laughs> I have talked so much about how I, I like know, Taichi. I know, but I forgot. Now I remember. I'm, like, confused why you're surprised that I picked my favorite character from this anime I really like. I kind of just <laughs> forgot about it. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Um, all right, next category? Yeah, let's stay on the Taichi train. The next category <laughs> I have is best, is best character development. So who do we think 
had the best character development. You guys know what character development is. And I picked Taichi. Okay. Because he, uh, he bunkers down. He goes through the tournaments by himself. He works. He gets finally gets to the point. I mean, his match with Chihaya is just, like, so amazing. I can't believe that happened this, this year, too. Like, that back and forth and him training for that and working towards it. And then, like, it's character development, but we didn't finish it yet. He gets to the point where he develops far enough and he gets to the point where he can confess to Chihaya. And then he quits Karuta because he realizes that he was doing it for the wrong purposes. He was doing it because of Chihaya and not because of his love for the game or his passion. And it takes him the whole season to kind of get to that point. And if he wants to come back to Karuta, he's going to have to rediscover his own motives for playing the game. And I just thought watching his journey of him kind of Falling out of love with Karuta and kind of falling out of love with Chihaya um, was really interesting and well done, and I love him. And he should just fall in love with me. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Any I am Mary Awad. Any comments on that? Uh, no, I mean, I agree with it. I'm surprised you remember that much from the season because I probably would not have been able to tell you what even happened last season without like doing a little bit more uh, rewatch or something. But I, I mean, I picked him for my favorite character of the year, so I obviously agree with everything. Mm-hmm. You have to remember, it's al- like the whole season was about him. Yeah, you have to remember, I also read it, so this was my second time. This is true, and it's- I'm sure you've like watched it twice or something along the way. I actually did not watch season three twice. I watched seasons one and two twice. Once the dub comes out, I'll watch it again. I've watched the sub and the dub for seasons one and two of Chihaya Budu. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm excited to hear yours. Is it a Haikyuu character? No. Okay, cool. Now now I'm interested. I don't think Haikyuu had that much character development. I think you're wrong. I think, I mean... To what I just described with Kageyama, I think, was big. I think Hinata kind of goes from his whole thing from the training camp to people seeing in the, literally the last episode what happened to him between the training camp and now. He developed as a character. I think... Um, what if I picked um, the captain of Inarizaki? <laughs> I would hang up on you and end the podcast. <laughs> no, I picked... Um, Tsukushima from Golden Kamui because I love that episode. Yeah. I mean it yeah. I'm I'm not gonna fight you on that one. I I could, but I'm <laughs> not gonna. Thanks for the to. approval, Mary. Well, because is that character development or is that just like learning someone's backstory? Like he we just like learned about him. He didn't exactly like grow. He's the same, but we just found out I agree why with he's him like, though. Okay. I mean, that I wanted to give that episode some credit, and I didn't pick it for best moment, because I didn't feel like I could pick a whole episode I for al- best moment. I also struggled with best moment, and I literally also was like, should I pick the Tsukushima episode of Golden Kamui for that? Yeah, but I mean, a character's backstory helps develop the character, I would argue. Yeah, that's true. They don't. It doesn't have to be active development. It could be, yeah. Yeah, I, I said, I, yeah. Mm. Sorry. I'll keep it short. It was my favorite episode of the season, possibly the year. So, 
I picked it. It was really, really phenomenal. Yeah. It was the episode I didn't know I wanted, and I got, and it was probably my favorite episode of the season, if not this past episode. Yeah. So. Can't complain. All right. Next category. And I was just thinking about this. I'm going to put the categories in the Discord so then everyone can give, like, their picks, and then we can talk about our picks for these random categories. I think that would be fun. Oh, good idea. Yeah. So this is most surprising. And we didn't really specify whether it was surprising as in plot twist or most surprising as in we didn't realize we, we would like it and it surprised us. So um, I have two answers, one for each definition of the category. Most surprising as in gasp, oh, wow, plot, I have Golden Kamui. Yeah, I put Golden Kamui. I like, mean, how many times did we say, like, this anime just does random shit all the time? Like, it's shocking. It's a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Yeah, sometimes you get a chocolate, sometimes you get a burrito, sometimes you get an eggplant. Like, this show just has no rules. It's then great. Sometimes you open it, and there's just some piss there. Yeah, there's just some... <laughs> or there's nothing there at all. So... <laughs> Yeah, and then for most surprising, I didn't realize I would like it so much. Um, I have throwback Toilet Bound Hanako-kun. Oh, you did really enjoy that show. I loved that show. I was thinking Talentless Nana for this as well. Yeah, I would probably say that. I love that show, and I read the... I'm I'm caught up in the manga now. It's still the wallpaper on my computer. Like, I was surprised how enamored I was with the show. It was just super charming. It was really interesting i liked the character building that it did and of course none of it actually paid off because it only got up to like volume four out of like the 14 volume series but it was just i was just so in i was so intrigued that i had to read it so i like mm-hmm. that show a lot yeah all, all right. right that's good and yours is going to be talentless nana for that one yeah for that i'd probably say talentless nana with akudama drive being a a close second, I would say, unless I'm going through everything again. I don't think I missed anything. Yeah, um, it's hard. Shout-outs to uh, Somali. I was thinking about, I felt really bad. Like, I feel like a lot of my answers are kind of targeted towards this season because it's the most recent thing that this we watched. This season's so good. It, this and the season amazing. is so good. But I was, I also was scrolling through and I was like, oh, Somali. Like, there was also a lot of other good things we watched this year. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't like my... So the next category we thought of was best moment. And I don't like mine. Oh, what'd you pick? Did you pick the episode of Golden Kamui? No, because I figured I couldn't <laughs> pick a full episode. Okay, I'm glad we agree there. I picked the, um, Tanaka's like final spike in his development episode where he makes the cross shot. That was fantastic. Yeah. I did really enjoy that. That I, was probably the... Best moment of Haikyuu this season. Like I, I feel a little bad because I don't know why I feel bad I'm picking Haikyuu again. But um, it was really good. And Tanaka is the one character that doesn't get like anything in the show. I think they did Asahi dirty. At least Asahi had a moment in season one, like five years ago. Tanaka's never gotten shit. And it's his moment was surprising and it was well deserved and it was really grounded like his whole episode is about him just like being okay i'm the one that's okay and i'll always be the okay one and i'll always be there and then he gets like this moment where he jumps off the precipice and it was 
It was great. So I feel like there were better moments. I don't know if there were better moments or I'm just being down on myself, but that was the, besides Echo Goosa, that was the first thing I thought of. Okay. I, I think that's a good moment. I very I, much enjoyed that moment. I was really validated by your reaction to me saying that. So thank you. You were like, yeah. So that's good. It, like if I had to make a list of like my top five favorite moments of this season, it would be on there. Cool. My favorite moment mm-hmm. was Akudama Drive, Hoodlum slashing Executioner's Eye. That really? was awesome. Of the year? Of the year. Wait, that was like one of the most beautifully animated scenes of the year. It did look The animation really good. was so good. And it was like this character who really doesn't do anything, doesn't have much emotion. And there's just all this rage in his face. Like you can really feel it, like how it was animated and stuff. It was so good. That moment was sick. And that was like a post-credit scene, I think. I love that. The rain was really oh, beautiful. That's my pick. The lighting was great. The se- yeah, it was it was one of the best looking scenes, I think, this season. It looked really good. It's so mm-hmm. funny because I watch Akudama Drive after I watch Haiku, and it just makes Akudama Drive look so much better. Like even better than it already looks because Haiku does not look good anymore <laughs> anyway yeah shout outs to daichi whose neck can turn 180 degrees i stared at that picture for like 20 minutes haiku oh god all right um you do the next one first shit uh let me get my list what have we done we did best character development best moment Favorite character, most surprising. Best action. What do you think? You want me to say it? Yeah. So, I picked Jujutsu Kaisen, Mm. but the real answer is Golden Kamui. Yes! (laughs) I mean, I... Golden Kamui, spoiler, is probably going to be my anime of the year, unless I decide it's not going to be over the next week or so. And Golden Kamui is action, so I don't know how I'm not going to pick it. But shout-outs to Jujutsu Kaisen for having great animation, great fight scenes, great show overall. It kind of feels like the next Demon Slayer um, mm. in terms of being super popular uh, once it gets like a little bit more episodes in. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I'll go oh. with that as my answer. Okay, it's so Jujutsu we... It's Jujutsu Kaisen, but it's actually Golden Kamui. We had differing um, interpretations, because I wasn't thinking action like the genre. I was thinking the show with the best action scenes. Like, it could have been oh, freaking, what? like... Yeah, like the best... A- <laughs> that, you that's needed on- to describe that. You gave me two words. I, you said I best know. action. That's on <laughs> me. Like, the show with the best action. Like, it could have been the robot scene from Azoken. Like even though that's not an action. So I actually went with Decadence, which is a show you did not watch. What? Um, you played me dirty on this one. I know. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? When you said Golden Kamui, I was like, oh no. No one really fought anyone in Golden Kamui. And then you explained it and I was like, ah, I see. So that's Wait, on me. Were, the last episode was like three fights in three different yeah, locations. I wouldn't call that great action. It was impactful no, and dramatic. <laughs> no, uh, you don't time, think the, the past of uh, 
when they're escaping from that Russian house with the oh that was cool. Gun. That was action. There's so much action in Golden Kamui. I know, I know, I know. Oh, I okay. Decadence <laughs> has guys. Mary played me dirty on this one. <laughs> Mary was... was just like, "Oh, you thought I meant best action as an action anime, but I didn't. I actually meant the action within the anime, even though it may not be an action anime." I picked Decadence. Get wrecked. Okay, let's just... <laughs> How did you pick Decadence? <laughs> it has very, like, Attack on Titan-esque action. It's all, like, um... They don't have 3D maneuver gear, but they create these zero-gravity zones, and they're able to fly around, and they have, like, swords and guns and stuff. And I just thought it was really innovative and really cool, and I guess I couldn't really think of anything else. Okay. But I, I did I did really like the action in Decadence. I didn't even think of Jujutsu Kaisen. Like, the battles in Jujutsu Kaisen are amazing. Why isn't that the first thing that came into my head? I guess I felt bad for focusing too much on this season, but I guess um, it's okay because this is the best season this year, probably. Yeah. So we agree there, I guess. Yeah. But I'm a little disappointed. I'm, I won't hide my salt. <laughs> oh, disappointed in me? Yeah. <laughs> you should have explained what you meant. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's it, it was good comedy, and uh, you still picked a good one. I did. Okay. Last category. I'm interested in what you said. I wrote down three anime, or th- well, whatever, oh. and introduced the shit. Okay, so... um. Anime, you know we love it. You know we talk about it all the time. Thomas and I also read a lot of really random manga. Like, we'll just pick up... You hear us talk about, like, random stuff we started reading. So I just thought a fun way to maybe introduce some new titles to people would be uh, the best new manga we read this year. And that's uh, the category. The best new manga we read this year. It does not have to be published this year. It did not have to come out this year. But it just has to be the best manga we read this year. Um, and Thomas picked three. Uh, yeah? kind of three. Okay. I, mean, I picked one, but I could go back to my list and showcase a few more, so. No, 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 no. This, this will be fine. So, okay. I'll, I'll go through mine, what I said. So, the one I picked was Bonoji. You brought which, this up before. Yeah, because I... I read it, and I talk about every thing oh, no. I consume. I, I I wasn't saying it as, like, an insult. I was like, oh, oh. you brought this up before. Yeah. I so. thought you were like, oh, you already mentioned this before. I'd be you, like, yeah, that's the whole point of my podcast. You dick. <laughs> but all right. So, uh, Benoji is an anime. It's just, like, a, a romance thing about, like, this guy and a girl, obviously, because that's, like, what all romances are. And they kind of just, like, chill in this dude's house, and he gets, like, weird boxes of things from his brother that he sends him stuff, and his house is, or his apartment's, like, filled with random crap. And it's cute. I very much enjoyed it. I put it as my favorite, because I didn't really read a ton of new stuff. I read a bunch of stuff I very much enjoyed, but this one, I don't know, felt very warm to my heart. But I did also really enjoy Tokidoki that one shot oh yeah that was good i remember i read that on the podcast that was really good and the only other thing i read that i was even considering for this 
was um I can't remember the name now. Uh wait, I'm looking. I'm sorry, I'm failing. No, it's okay. Um We've had awkwarder silences than this. Shima Nami Tasugare was very well done. Shima Nami. I think I read this. This is the one about the boy who's gay who... Oh, yeah, 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 I did read ...finds this. out, who starts, like, hanging out with a bunch of other people who are, like, LGBT-esque. Mm-hmm. It was very good. Um... So shout-outs to that. I know I'm talking a lot about manga. But also, Promise Neverland ended this year. And yeah, that was amazing. So That was good. Um, I, don't, I was like, that probably doesn't count. So I'll include that. But then I had Benoji. That was my favorite. So I want to mm-hmm. talk about that. And then the one-shots I read this year were very good, too. I read a few different one-shots. I love so one-shots. So I want to shout-out a one-shot. I love one-shots. I read a lot of... Um, I have a lot of books in my house of just... Not manga, just short stories. Like, I've always loved short stories, so one-shots are, like, awesome. Um, Before Mm -hmm. I get to my favorite, I just wanted to um, shout out two recent things I read. I brought up a couple weeks ago Prince Freya. Um, It's, like, a little shoujo trashy. It's about the girl who has to disguise herself as a prince and blah, blah, blah. That it's actually good, and while you were talking about a couple things, I was like, I should bring that one up. So that one I recommend. And also, Alvaro mentioned this last week in the Discord, and I read it, Kaiju number eight. It's a Shonen Jump series, weekly Shonen Jump. Um, Thomas, I don't know if you've heard of it. Say the name one more time. Kaiju number eight. Oh and, my god, uh, Gonzo was just telling me about how he's been reading this and loves it. Yeah, so I caught like up Two days it. ago, he was telling me about this. Yeah, I read all of it on Saturday. I just laid in bed for like an hour and a half, and I, there's only 20 chapters out. It's really good. It's about this... I won't spoil it for you, but I'll just give you the premise. It's about this guy. He's 32. He's, um... There's, like, these giant monsters that attack the city, and there's a cool, like, super secret force that, like, kills the monsters. It's a little, um, One Punch Man-esque. They don't have superpowers, but they, like, have gear, and they're funded by the government, and it's great. And the main character is on the cleaning committee. So his job is after the monster is defeated, him and his team, they, like, cut the body up, they dispose of it. It's, like, real life, what would happen after, you know? If there's just a giant thing that you kill. And a lot of stuff happens, and it changes, but I don't want to spoil the first chapter. But it's about him, and he always wanted to be one of those heroes but like he has his job and he's fine with it and he starts mentoring this um 18 year old intern and the intern's like this is stupid i just want to be one of the heroes and he's like no there's something like to this too it's also it's equally as important and he's a really awesome character and then the show just the the manga like goes off the rails and becomes really awesome so and there's only 20 chapters out so if there's a time to catch up it's now is it weekly show and jump it is weekly Shonen Jump. It publishes three chapters a month, so it's really interesting. They, they like, flat out said, we're only going to do three chapters. There's four weeks in a year. In a, there's four weeks in a month. We're only going to publish chapters three out of those four weeks because it's either for rest or for research, which I think is really good because I feel like mangaka are really overworked and whatever. So instead, on the fourth week, instead of releasing a new chapter, they released the color art for all of the chapter covers they did throughout the month. Oh, that's is, cool. I like that. Which is super cool. I love that. I think that's a great alternative to overworking and dying. You're still giving some really cool, interesting content 
and they'll have like bonus, not bonus scenes, but they'll have certain things, but everything's in color. And I think that's a really cool alternative for a week, a break week. Yeah, I think three chapters in four weeks makes a lot of sense because you can schedule it. Like the Shonen Jump can schedule it. So their their book volume is going to be a little smaller, their magazine every month or every week rather. But they're not really like missing content. They're just giving a chance for their workers to like chill. Right. It's not like their sales are going to go down if they have like a couple less manga in there every week. There's like four yeah. less ones. Like, I don't think they would, right? I don't no, think I... that would really affect sales unless you're only buying it to read the one thing. Yeah, I don't but think you wouldn't so. Even, but it would just last longer. You wouldn't miss sales. Whatever. Yeah, and also it's Weekly Shonen Jump. I mean, they're like the biggest manga magazine. Yeah, but you still want to maximize profits, you know? Like, Yeah. You don't want to like take a huge hit. You're still a company at the end of the day. Right. But, um, yeah, definitely, Thomas, read it. I would love to talk to you about it. Wait, so that was your favorite thing you started this year? No, but I'm just telling you to read it. Oh, okay. What's your favorite Uh, thing you started this year? My favorite thing I started, it's a really long title. I'll read it in Japanese and then in English. Okay. Uh, It's, let me just prep. I was actually practicing saying it because I didn't want to completely mess up, but I'm nervous, so I'm just going to mess up. Um. Umare kawate mo mata watashi no kekonshite kuremaska. So that's, um, will you marry me again if you are reborn? It's not shoujo trash, let me explain. Um, <laughs> Mary, tell me ma- about your shoujo trash. No, the manga starts with, um, there's this guy, there, there's this old couple, the guy's on his deathbed, and um, his family's coming to visit him before he passes away, and the wife is crying, and she's like, remembering all these times that she had with her husband and basically the whole manga is different flashbacks from their life together like growing up poor and then there's a lot of like world war ii stuff going on right now and it's just little snippets of memories of all the family members of the husband and of their relationships with each other it's it's a drama it's like a family oh, it sounds drama. absolutely like horrible like it's what? gonna make me so upset yeah, oh, it's. Am I gonna read this? It's it's kind of it, it's sad at parts, and I know the guy's gonna die at the end, and it's gonna be really sad. But um, maybe he's on his deathbed, so I would be shocked if he didn't. To be honest. Yeah. Um. Here, I can read the summary quick. Toranosuke fell in love with his servant Karu. For twenty years, they slowly developed their love for each other. Thus, a Showa couple of of clumsy hubs husband and muscle-brained wife was born. They spend a lot of time together and they begin to talk in a nostalgic manner in Toranosuke's hospital room. Gentle memories of a deeply in love husband and wife. So it's just really nice. And I like it. Mm-hmm. Oh. Patty actually sent it to me. She said you would like this. And she sent it to me and then I read it. There's only 20 chapters out. It doesn't update often, but um... Oh, oh it actually ongoing. does. It, yeah, it's a monthly. Um, oh, I thought it was done. No, it, there's only, it's only been going out, it, it, it's only 20 chapters, I'm looking at it now, yeah. So, uh, I really like it, I'll post it in the Discord, it's good. Okay, cool. Yeah, and then, um, just a quick little thing, we didn't actually talk about this before the pod, I have one more category, I have most disappointing. What, why, year. you're making up categories on the fly? And my most disappointing is Food Wars. No, we're, Mary, you... 
You're doing you you're lying to me about some categories. You're adding in new categories without telling me. You had three categories to pick from. You didn't choose this one. I know, but I thought about it. No, you I... don't get the floor. You don't get the I... floor. I... Sit down. Sit down. You're you're I... done for the night. I thought all our categories were too positive. I wanted to have a negative one. Like nope. worst something. Nope. We'll we'll save that for uh for next week, okay, Mary? <laughs> But I did it already. <laughs> That's okay. You, you've got it prepared. Unfortunately, I didn't get to prep at all. And this isn't fair. So, <laughs> What's that of prep? It's easy. It's obviously Food Wars. I'd have to go through everything. No way. The God of High School was definitely the most disappointing oh, thing. Oh, that might have been it. <laughs> yeah, see, you, you prepped and you're still wrong with your answer. You're not even right. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Um. Oh, one more shameless plug. I started streaming on Twitch. I'm streaming Final Fantasy VII. It's going really well. I'm 23 <coughs> followers away from getting affiliate. Which doesn't so, mean anything. But it would be really cool. So if you want to follow me on Twitch, it's Kenshin's Girl. I stream Monday nights. That's all. Okay. Everyone, thank you for listening to this very interesting episode of Anime Double Play. We'll be back yeah. next week with more great anime content. Oh, Thomas, next week we'll be in person. Oh, yeah, we'll be uh, together for Christmas. Yay! So, um, we'll have we'll, to do something fun. I mean, we're probably just going to do the same thing we do and wrap everything up. It's yeah. the end of the year, the season's ending. The, we we got to cover that stuff because it's too good oh. to not cover but it'll be more fun because um, there'll be less awkward silences because we'll have body language to read because we'll see each other. This is true, too. And we'll be able to talk about the categories and stuff more beforehand. Yes, absolutely. All right. So, everyone, thank you again for listening. This was super fun. And we will see you all next time for a new episode of Anime Double Play. Bye. Bye-bye.